going to get this power. I knew that it was given to me by grace and to know my purpose. You get pushed through this pain to get to this power. That tends to give a divine scar, but the power gives you reinforcement. Pushing past the pain to let your voice be heard. Pushing past your fears to let your voice be heard. How much faith do you know to overcome your fears? You have blessings there's a message in your words. There's a power in your voice. Keep pushing through your pain to keep that power. I keep my faith over fear to have the power in my voice to be heard. You have the power. You are resilient and you have the strength. Your voice is powerful and you need to know that you're powerful. Hold on to that power. Hold on to that power. Hold on to that power, which is the power of Hello, hello, hello. How are you? I'm fine. How about yourself? I am great. As always, I thank y'all for tuning in to The Power in Your Voice. This is your host, Sheena, better known as the lady behind the mask. And today, we have an amazing woman in the building. And let me say if I pronounce it correctly, is it La Latia? Latika. Latika and state your last name. Starnes Council. Down Council. All right. So can you introduce yourself and tell them where you're from and what you do? Hi, I'm Latika Starnes Council. I am from Sumter, South Carolina. I am an author, speaker, coach, esthetician. I'm just a bunch of things. A woman with many hats. <laughs> Much. So tell me, what got you into first? Did it start with coaching or did you get into being an author first? No, in all actuality, um, things started out for me as being an advocate for domestic violence. Um, as a survivor and overcoming some of the things that I've been through, advocating for domestic violence was my first of uh, many ventures of things that I do. Um, from doing uh, domestic violence, I started noticing, you know, when you have a DV situation, you have children involved. So I became, a, you know, guardian ad litem. So I started advocating for the children. Um, once I got involved into the school system, I found my niche in special education, so I became a special education um, advocate. I have mental illness, so I'm a mental health advocate. And it's just like over time, me advocating for things as well as educating, it was like, okay, so now it's time to, you know, put some thought, you know, to the paper. And I start, you know, writing my books. And from my books, I was like, I got a story to tell. So let me go ahead and start publicly speaking, you know, doing interviews, doing um, whether they're podcast interviews or on paper interviews. And I say life happened. And that's when I was just like, OK, maybe I'm helping people in a way. So let me just go ahead and, you know, do the certification to be a life coach. And I do more than just, you know, life coaching. I do uh, trauma. I do healing. So I do mental, anything to make a person whole. And when I say whole, that's mind, body, and soul. 
So I did everything to where everything intertwines in my coaching world of things. So like my me writing books, me speaking and me coaching to me, they all intertwine together in that aspect of what I do. Absolutely. So tell me if you had to tell someone that maybe say dealing with mental illness or how you say trauma and there seemed to be self-sabotaging yourself, what words of encouragement could you give them? Um, for my men, I will tell them never lose heart. You are stronger than the battle that's before you. And to my women, I would say, always remember you're the black rose that bloom on your journey to rediscover her. You have to find you inside of you, but always let your light shine. Absolutely. So tell me, what is the first book that you wrote? My first book was Picking Up, Piece, Picking Up the Pieces, Life After an Abusive Relationship. That's me, the older me, when I wrote it in 2021, talking to the younger me. Mm. And that's me giving myself those words to, okay, you've been through a domestic violence, marriage. Where do you go from here? How do you pick up those pieces? And after I wrote Picking Up the Pieces, I was just like, not, you know, everyone, no matter whether you admit it or not, when you've been through any type of trauma, I wrote uh, Living with PTSD because you're going to have PTSD. And after that, I wrote Manifesting Greatness. So it's like you're picking up the pieces. You understand you have PTSD. Now I need you to manifest the greatness you want out of life. And the last one that I wrote in that, I want to call it a series because they go together, is Adjust Your Crown. So there I'm telling you, um, Queen, Adjust Your Crown. You, you've done the work. You laid the foundation to the new you, Adjust Your Crown. And from there, I just started doing um, more journals and eBooks to where it's me giving you something quick. Like my latest two is Rediscover rediscover her visions of a new me and that's this and to go with her is journey to self rediscover her planner and that's that but i wrote two more books and it's called um boy by um it's like living with an understanding narcissistic abuse and then we have the black rose the black rose that bloom and it's more of a guided prompt journal to help you with emotional healing so everything from my first four books Everything else that I've written or created is more of a self-help guide to help guide you on that path versus you just reading words. I need you to be active. And what I did was I incorporated me into everything. So like I'm on my journey to rediscover her. I need my other women out there to be on that journey to rediscover her. I need us to come out of that masculine energy and that survival mode. And I need us to step into that feminine energy. And when I say feminine energy, it's not no... Oh, sis, go out there and get your nails done. Go get your hair done. That's not you. That's not you. But what looks feminine to me may not look feminine to you. I am a tomboy by nature. So I can tell the difference of me being my sexy tomboy and me being in my masculine energy. When I'm a sexy tomboy, I'll put on sweats. I'll put on my hat, but I'm going to have on earrings. I'm going to have, you know, some lip gloss on. When I'm in my masculine energy, I probably have on a bonnet or a scarf and my shirt. Don't, you know, I'm looking like I'm going to go cut the grass. There is a, I can tell the difference when I'm in my feminine energy and when I'm in my masculine energy. So when I say rediscover her, it's the her in you that you lost. So it's like, you're going to be healing, empowered, reinvented. So when people say, oh, I want to go back to who I was, you can never go back to who you were. Right. You have to embrace where you are today. The person you become after the trauma, 
you can pick up there. So it's like for me, rediscover her was a personal journey for me because I had to rediscover who I was as a woman. I looked at who I was before my trauma. My trauma happened in my 20s. I can't go back 20 plus years to, oh, I want to be that version of Tika. No, I have to be the 44-year-old version of who I am. I have to take in everything that's happened along this journey to the be the woman that I am. I'm wiser, I'm smarter, and I'm stronger. One thing I am, I'm resilient. So it's like who I am is who I am. And a lot of people that follow me on social media, I've had a couple of people, male and female, like, hey, sis, I don't know what you're going through. Some of the stuff you post and are kind of harsh. No, that's me. Right. I'm letting you see who I really am. Like the people close to me know I'm going to talk trash. I'm going to be very blunt. My jokes may be to some people inappropriate because all of my jokes sometimes end up being a sexual joke, even though it may not be one. It's going to be something sexual. It's going to be funny. It's going to be off the wall. It's going to be when I speak, I'm speaking what everyone is thinking, but nobody's going to say it. And I just randomly say it. And it, you know, it's, funny but it's not no i'm trying to hurt no one's feeling i'm just being me and for so many years i've showed everybody the professional me on social media so everyone knows all oh, the veteran the teacher the librarian did this but you don't know the real me the real me i am a sailor at heart i'm going to curse everything has a curse word so fuck is my word fucking bitch you're liable to hear this any given second and it may be nothing and maybe get your why the fuck you do that? You know, like it's just random, but it's like that is who I am. It's not to be offensive. It's not no my vocabulary isn't broad. I have a very broad vocabulary, but that's just me. So when people reach out to me, I'm just letting them know, like, no, that this is me. If you would have got with me in 2022 and said, hey, sis, oh yeah, that's when I was going through the midst of my storm, then those words would have been, you're right. But now you're telling me, you know, two years like, no, this is I'm letting you really see who I am and. Some of you really can't take who I really am because, you yeah, know, it's not there. Absolutely. You know, sometimes we have to define and stand for who we are. You know, we have to find our peace and be our true selves. Because, you know, one thing about me, I'm all about unmasking and being comfortable in your own skin. So, And you're so funny with your name because in 2023, my, my uh, model for 2023 was mask off. And it was wow. like, I can't let you... I can't let people think you know who I am by social media. I'm like, right. on social media, I am sociable. I don't mm -hmm. like people. I am not a sociable person. I, right. I don't like people. I don't really answer my phone. I can have my phone in my hand. If you're not on my select of, I know if I need to vent or if you need to vent and we can go back and forth, I'm not answering the phone. I'm at the point of my life where I've always been that go-to person for everybody. Who can I go to outside of my circle that has been made clear to me since I'm going to say the midst of my storm was 2022. No, I'm going to go 2021. My storm happened, started in 2021, but they came to a head in 2022. If you weren't a person, I could call three o'clock in the morning and say, this is how I'm feeling. And we, we crying on the phone or you texting me, Hey, you good? Hey, I saw you post us. You know, you want, is that? You just sharing it or this is how you feel. If you're not in that circle, chances of me answering my phone are slim to it's not going to happen. I will text you. What's up? If you can't respond in a text, you don't need to communicate with me. And I am literally, and that goes for, and I mean anybody, that's family included. 
Cause it's like when I need it, just an ear, mm-hmm. everybody wasn't there. Nobody was available. And I have my people who was available and I keep it, you know, I move, they move. I go up, they go, I eat, you gonna eat. If you don't know, if you, if I say, what do you do? You better be like, oh, that I, what do you do? Like you, what do you do? I'm called, hey, we, we, what else you do? I got to pop. Okay, let me tell these people at this table. I got some, I got media. You need this, you need this person to come. How much will it be for them to sit at this table? You ain't got to pay it because I'm inviting you to the table with me. I'm going to pay it for you. I'm going to just say, hey, can you show up? Right. That is where I am in life. And it's like for so long, I can't blame no one else but myself, but I've allowed things around me and how other people felt. I dimmed my life. And I'm at the, no, I can't dim my life. Cause you know, it's like, I can walk in the room and have the dirtiest outfit on. My presence is going to be felt. So it's like, why am I dimming my life for to make someone else feel better? And then you trying to play in my face. Like you, you hurt my, you not hurting me. I hurt me because I try to let you shine and I dim my life. Now I'm just like, shit, it is what it is. And it's crazy. You say that. Cause not too long ago, I made a post <laughs> about that. And it's crazy that you bring that up because I also I made a post like maybe last week talking about, you know, us letting other, you know, basically dimming our light and because other people are afraid of our shine. So I tell you full circle. <laughs> and that, you know what I mean? It's like what I was telling you when I was in the waiting room, that's how that is how I'm looking at 2024. For me, 2024 is my year of fulfilling all dreams. I am an empty nester. And when I say empty nest, I'm, you know what I mean? My kids are grown, mm-hmm. you know? And by now people know that I'm separated because I've already did an interview that I'm separated, but it's like, I'm an empty nester. So what else do I have to do with my time? I have a puppy. I move, she move. If I can't take her, you know, I got a family member that will, you know, tend to her, but what what's holding me back? And, you know, for the longest time I was like, okay, Tika, are you afraid of fear of failure? Or are you afraid of fear of success? For the longest, I was afraid of the fear of success because I kept dimming my life for others around me to where it's like, if I tell you good news, you're genuinely not happy for me. So that makes me come down mm-hmm. and that makes me go down. And when I get down, I don't know how to come back up. So it's like I had to pick my own pieces up. And now that I'm up, all of last year was rediscovering me. I got it together. I laid the groundwork now. You see, I post, I don't give a damn if I post a book yesterday. I don't care who buy it or who don't. But just know my books are selling. People buy from me and don't even know you're buying from me because I have faceless businesses also. So it's like people don't want to buy from me because it's me. Mm-hmm. But then you're buying from me and you don't know it's me. Right. And I literally leave it at that. It's like there is no comp. I don't view anyone as competition. I don't care if we do the same thing. You're not competition for me because my my walk and my journey is not your walk and your journey. If it's your time before me, I'm going to be your biggest cheerleader to make sure you get the applause you need. I'm going to support you. You may not feel the same about me, but I know 2024 is my time and I'm shining so bright. When I say you're my second interview, I'm not turning out no interview. None. And I literally started school yesterday. So that's like yesterday I started school. One, I had to get up. Two, I had to go into the building and I'm so used to waking up when I want to wake up, moving right. how I want to move, you know, in the confinement of my home. If I need to leave home, I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm coming back home to work. But yesterday was one of those days. I'm talking about I went to school. I came home. I fed my dog, took a shower and went to bed. 
I woke up at like nine o'clock last night and I was like, I need to eat. I ate four pieces of cinnamon toast and I went back to sleep. But today is the second day of class. And I felt, you know, right. today I felt better. I was like, oh, I got my interview. Let me come home and, you know, change clothes. Let me get right. I'm ready. Yesterday right. was just that first day. And it's like my mind was like, stay home. But I'm like, no, I know I got something bigger that I'm working towards and everything is going to align and connect. I'm like, if I give up on myself today, that means everything else that I've had planned for the rest of the year is going to be a domino effect. I'm going to not see it through because I gave up on this. Right. So what is your future plans? What is next for Miss? Oh, next. Um, yeah. Right now, I am in school for esthetician advanced aesthetics. So after this, I'm going back to school to be um, an aesthetics instructor. So my overall goal career-wise, like career-wise, is to be an esthetician instructor. Business-wise, I want to expand my brand. So you have Let's Rediscover Her is my 501c3. And mm -hmm. the Rediscover Her is of all things, you know, journals and everything of that nature. I want to expand my brand. And I've never did an event. So this year, I'm putting myself to the test that I have to put on an event, whether it's a launch for um, Rediscover Her, whether it's a women's empowerment, I have to um, do an event and I have to go on different networking um, events and I have to go outside of Sumter. There's nothing wrong with Sumter, but my brand is bigger than Sumter and everyone that buys from me or purchases anything from me, they don't live in Sumter. So I owe it to the people who purchase from me for you to actually see me because, you know, I'm like, I'm a real person. People think I'm a catfish or an AI or whatever, but I'm actually a real person. And it's time for me to, you know, expand my brand. And doing that, I gotta be, you know, I gotta be on the go. So that is my um goal for this year. Is everything I'm fulfilling all dreams. If I dreamed about doing it early in my 20s, now I'm in my 40s, I'm gonna see it through. That actually goes with my hashtag for this year. My hashtag for this year is level up. So it actually goes with my hashtag for this year because every year I choose a word. Yeah. And, you know, last year was elevation. This year is level up. So that goes with the like hashtag. Literally. This so is, literally. This is, you know, this is my year. year. Mm -hmm. It is. And, you know, you're, you're correct. Like, you know, being able to expand your brand outside of where you are is a great thing. You know, like finding like book of, book fest, um, festivals that you can go to, you know, like uh, different tour places you might. And I, I think, and I don't think a lot of people understand I do so much. Mm -hmm. So I can't be boxed in at an event, right. you know? So it's like, Oh, you need mental health. Oh, I have, I have something for that. I have a, you know, I have an ebook for that. Mm -hmm. If you need domestic violence or anything of that, I had, that is my niche, but I have a book for that education. You know, it's like, I have, and like, you see, I just put out two children's books. I got mm -hmm. two more. So it's like I'm full circle and I'm well rounded to where you can't box me. Right. I'm like the whole infinity sign. I can I keep going. There's no, there's no, you can't say no. You can be like, oh, I need a bartender. Oh, I, I'm a bartender too. What do you need? I, I do that. You need, I can do that. Right. You know, some things I'm like, mm, I don't listen too well, so I can't do that. You know, so it's like <laughs> I keep it to where. I'm well-rounded so I can sit at multiple tables and wherever I need to shape shift, I can shape shift. But it's like, you know how people say you're a jack of all trades, but you never mastered none. But it's like I horn in on everything to where if I had to sit at a table and talk, 
I can carry that conversation on that topic versus I know I, I do a multiple thing. If you would have said, Tika, this interview is going to be strictly on your books. I would have talked to you about all my books, my ebooks, everything that I have out, everything that's coming. I could have kept the interview, you know, it's there, but it's like everything about it. I make sure it intertwines Correct. and everything that I do always comes back. So it's like my first love is aesthetics. So when I had my spa before I closed it, it was mind, body and soul. So when you come in there to talk to me about doing your facial, you look good, you feel good. Right. Without doing your face or doing body contouring, I'm still going to pour into you while you're on my table. And most of the time when women come, you know, as women, we go through things. So that's a spa day and you want to vent. And before women leave, I give them like a little crown. I'm like a gesture of crown queen. And that little, yeah, you're paying me for my service, but I'm giving you something. So when you walk away, you're going to remember that facial or that body contouring appointment to where you're going to look for me to see what I'm doing. And then it may not be a facial. You may want to buy products from me. You may want to purchase another book. You may want to come to me for coaching, but I'm being authentic when I tell you what I tell you when you land on my table. Absolutely. So when I say I leave everlasting, when I tell people I'm a walking vibe, I leave everlasting impression. I leave everlasting impression. I mean, you some may have good, some may have bad, but overall, you were taught a lesson. Absolutely. So through this journey, what do you feel that you learned about yourself? The negative, I go with the negative. The negative that I felt as though I learned about myself is I give people too much grace on how they handle me. So the positive, I've learned that I am very strong and resilient and everything that I've been through, I take it outside of the, you know, when I go through the, you know, you go through the self-blame phase, mm -hmm. but outside of going through that phase, I realized the impact that I make on people's lives. And I realized with my negative is also a positive because maybe I am placed in people's lives for that reason in that season to teach them true love, true understanding of what love is and that people really are genuine when they give their love. So it's like, I come into people's lives, male or female. When I come into people's lives, I'm that beacon of light. It's like I'm guiding you from whatever you used to do to something better or to something greater. Or I am that balance you may need in your life. So I've looked at my, you know, my good and my bad. But it's like I am that beacon of light to other people in their life. That is amazing. And make sure you continue to shine that light and continue to be that beacon. So tell us a little bit about your coaching business. Um, coaching. I kind of shied away from it at first. So I'll be honest. I shied away from it because I was like, how am I going to help somebody when I was a mess? And in my mess is when I found out that's really when I gave the best. So it's like, I'm not telling nobody to do something I haven't done myself or that I'm not implementing in my own life. I prefer it to be um, like, I'm the Clatchet coach. And my name being the Clatchet coach is because, you know, it's classy and ratchet. So those two go together. That makes me. So when I coach you, I'm not going to be that coach who was like, oh, no, you don't need to. No, you shouldn't. It's like, girl, what the fuck? You know, I let everybody know this. is. I'm going to talk to you like you're a sister. I'm going to give you that tough love. I'm going to be that reasonable voice. But I'm going to be like, 
girl, hell no, don't do that. Why you, Why do you feel that way? Why do you do that? And when I coach you, it's I'm coaching you from a sisterly space to where I'm going to keep it very classy with you. But then when that ratchet side comes out, it's like, girl, we go, no, we ain't going to jail, but we can go do this instead of that. Then it's like, if we do this, how are you going to feel after? If we do this, what's going to be the outcome? I'm going to give you that voice. And I take that approach because with me going to therapy, like I have a therapist, like I'm in therapy and mm -hmm. I also have a life coach. When I talk to my therapist, you know, I know, I know how to talk to my therapist. I know your purpose. I know HIPAA. So I know what not to say to you, right. no matter how I may really feel, I know what not to say. But when I get with my life coach and I know how I, well, I actually have a trauma coach, but you know, she still does the same. But when mm -hmm. I talk to her, I can be as transparent about all of my mental thoughts or what I really feel. And I don't have to worry about you calling law enforcement or trying to keep me in the hospital. I can really let you know this happened and this is how I mentally felt at this moment. Because when you go through things, you're going to have a mental response versus the physical. Your mind may feel this way, but physically you may not do it. Right. So I try to take that same approach when I coach other women to where I want it to be a safe space. I want you to feel as though you can be vulnerable and you can be as transparent as possible. There's a no judgment zone. I don't overshare my personal, but I let them know I am human and I'm a woman also. So some of the things you may be going through, I might have experienced on a whole different level, if not greater or less. And so far, the women that I coach, I've had two for over three years. And I kept it small. You know what I mean? I said I kept it mm -hmm. small more so because I was unsure right. if I wanted to do it. But the two that I've had, I had over three years and I see their progress and me just watching them grow. Whether, you know, they take something. I have one that takes baby steps. And I mean baby stuff. She's like a slow turtle. But I like to see every time we talk or every time I see her, it's, I see a growth. I hear something different. I see something different. So it lets me know my approach works for my clientele. Absolutely. So before we end this, can you tell me your why behind why you do what you do? Ooh. My why is um, my why is personal because I didn't have anyone when I was going through my domestic violence. So my why is for me to be that guy in life to help that woman out of that darkness because I didn't have it. And I think if I would have had it sooner, mm -hmm. I would have gotten the help I needed quicker or in a different aspect of doing it. So my why is I need to be that light to help others through the storm. Absolutely. And I'm happy that you are that light because Every day, you know, they give us one month in October for domestic violence awareness when it's 365 days a year, actually. You know, there's always somebody going through something. And that's and why I started to share because I'm like, um, a couple of years I shared mine. I'm talking, I don't know if that live is still up. I think I took it down because I was like crying because it's like when I first started speaking about it, I would cry. I would get so emotional. I'm talking about cry, like snot tears cry. Mm -hmm. um, but I was on live. And I had so many people that I didn't even know um, inbox me because somebody shared my live or somebody shared, you know, a clip of it, letting them know, hey, reach out to her. But it was like that let me know, okay, Tika, you have to share your story as much or as little of it as you want, but you have to share your story because you may save a life or you may help someone get out of a situation. Absolutely. 
So now, you know, it's like time for me to use my voice. Yeah. And that goes to the show, the power (laughs) in your voice. Like, tell you full circle. You was meant to be on the podcast, even though you oh. look, even though you was you was gonna make me wait, but you was meant oh, well, to be you know, I tried, I kept seeing I was ducking, I was like, man, and it's like full. I get on social media, boom, that your post. I'm like, yo, is she talking to me? Like, let me refresh. I refresh, I see something from the group. I was like, bro, let me hit her up. And when you reached out to me, you saw I saw your message. Right. And I was like, mm, I don't know if I want to respond. Right. You see how long it took me to respond? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't no. It wasn't hesitant on you. It was more me. To where it's like, okay, Tika, you can't keep saying you want right. to use your voice and you shy away when you have the platform and opportunity. That's when I was like, whatever. And then you see the other mess. I'm like, man, whatever. Where I, what, what I need to do? Right. It wasn't no questions. I'm like, I feel as though doing what I do, it may be a financial burden on me sometimes. It may be harder on me when I go through my fibro flares when I have to get up, but I know at the end I'm reaching more people and I know my blessings, my personal blessings will come in time. Absolutely. And we we are appreciative here that you shared and you know your words is connected to people. So someone needed to hear your story. Someone needs to hear how raw and true you are. You know, somebody needs to hear you. In your voice, and they're connected to your testimony. And you know, that's what we're here for. We're here to give people the space and the opportunity to empower and inspire. And of course, use their voice. So, do you have a message for the viewers that are watching now or later, you know, that you would like to leave with them tonight? I just want everyone to know no matter what you're going through, the storm may be seen like it's rough right now. Just know there's light at the end of the tunnel and the days do get better. Life is what you make it. You have to live it for you. Absolutely. Tell the people how to find you and connect with you if they want to work with you as well. Um, You can find me. Facebook is Latika Starnes Council. Instagram, TikTok, and I don't go to Snapchat. Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. It's uh, I am Latika SC on my website. I have two. You can go to let's rediscoverher.com or latikacouncil.com. It's always a pleasure. And I thank you for coming through to the power in your voice. As always, I thank y'all guys for tuning in. You know, we're always here to inspire, educate, and motivate. This has been your girl, Sheena Godine, better known as the lady behind the mask. You can find me on Instagram at the lady behind mask 22. You can find me on my website, which is SheenaUnmaskingMotivation.com. And you can find me on Facebook as Sheena Godine. And of course, you know, our launch just came with the magazine. So please get your copy. We are everywhere. We are launching a second issue next month so be prepared to hear some more inspiring stories thank you tika for dropping in and you know you're always welcome and our doors are always open thank you for having me absolutely everybody have a good night life struggles when life tries to fight you back you have to be ready to fight back you have to be ready to stand your ground and be able to and bold we learned that there are people that do not want to see you rise they rather see you fall and be defeated the strength that you carry is knowledge your knowledge